and welcome to Level Up and Friends, where those of us from the video game and comic book store Level Up Entertainment get together with some friends each week and uh, have uh, discussions about different things we're uh, passionate about. Um, we've got another Unlikely Heroes Kickstarter special episode here. I'm um, your host, Scott, and joining me from Unlikely Heroes Studios is uh, Laurie and Eric. Hey! <laughs> Uh, we are the owners of Unlikely Hero Studios. Uh, we, I don't even know. There's not really a description for what we do. Everything. We make comic books. We make comic books. There you go. <laughs> if people weren't aware. Make comic books and all the things that that entails, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. And then uh, joining us all the way from uh, across the ocean here is the subject of this Kickstarter. Uh, we've got Ian Richardson. Hi, guys. I'm Ian, and I draw comic books. <laughs> so that works really well. Laurie and Alec can sell them and make them, and I draw them. It's a, a real symbiotic relationship here. Uh, it was like it was made to happen. It's almost like that's how the whole industry is, uh, is set up. Um, but Ian, uh, how, where have people seen some of your, your work uh, in the past? Oh, uh, multiple places. I'd kind of starting probably in the UK with 2000 AD and people will be familiar with me from, from that kind of uh, that angle with Judge Dredd and things like that. And then I got to move into uh, American comics with uh, Noble Causes at Image and things like work on the initial Cowboys and Aliens graphic novel and uh, Halo for Dark Horse and multiple things like that okay before heading back to the uk and doing some marvel uk stuff after that actually which is which is always fun you see i know marvel uk has got like kind of a, a rich history that we, we we only get some of that yeah. imported back over here and um, and even less so for the stuff that i did mm -hmm. um marvel uk kind of had that history of of initially producing its own material um, and we got people like Brian Hitch and, and, and Gary Erskine out of that and Alan Davis as well um, and then it, it kind of changed to a certain degree and started producing more um, newsstand younger reader stuff which okay. is where I came into it then um, which is a shame because a lot less of that stuff actually exists anymore. Yeah, that's a, a big problem I have with at least the, the big two at any rate is like they mostly just cater to the people who are already fans sure. and they don't do a lot. They don't do enough, I think, to help bring in new people. I know Marvel's been doing some more like original graphic novels in DC too, but like I, I feel like the actual like comic comics, like only really appeal to like 30 year olds that like i think it's that that allegedly that age demographic now is supposed to be 18 to 34 mm -hmm. but i don't know as a comic book store owner i feel like a lot of these movies don't really translate a lot to direct comic book sales um no which is not what you would think but um Anyway, we don't have to talk about them. I'd rather talk about you guys. <laughs> okay, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're here uh, because you guys have a new Kickstarter out, uh, The Art of Ian Richardson. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, this project and why people should be excited for it? 
I'm going to throw that open to Laurie and Eric first because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because I'm interested on interested in someone else's point of view other than mine. I can figure, I, I can imagine why you would be excited for it. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I may I may be slightly more biased than most people. What? No, you're totally objective. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. Well, I mean, first of all, it's the art of Ian Richardson, um, <laughs> and he's a badass. Am I allowed to say badass on this? I mean, you, you, it just happened, so. Oh, no, twice, actually. <laughs> Too late now. Yeah, what am I going to do, edit this? I'm not doing that. <laughs> I want, like, honking noises every time I act. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll make it easier on Laurie and Eric then. I'd, I'd been wanting for ages and, and also being asked for ages by by like people I've met at cons and, and things like that, where could they pick up um, a collection of sketches and, and commissions and things like that? And and I think at the, the the top of the list when we were thinking about putting it together, I wanted to make it a collection of stuff that hadn't been in print anywhere else. So it was kind of a an extra attractive proposition for people to kind of pick up a physical copy then because you're not going to be able to get this stuff anywhere else so it literally is that it's a it's a collection of uh, commissions and and sort of private sketches private warm-up pieces and stuff um all the way through from sort of pencil stuff to ink stuff to full color stuff and there's lots of it and that's Laurie's fault. <laughs> yeah, Ian initially, um, he was kind of, you know, sorting through pieces and he made a big folder on, uh, you know, we had a folder on the Dropbox and he was like, you know, take a look through this and, you know, we, we can pick some that you like. And I was like, why, why not all of them though? Like, they're all really cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's your, uh, as the publisher, that's your job to figure that part out, right? Why not all of them? that's what i thought yeah um <laughs> normally yes <laughs> but uh no that that's cool i was actually just i have the kickstarter page up and it looks like you guys just hit your stretch goal your newest stretch goal oh, oh shit it. did we yeah i literally uh, just had a message for somebody yeah, yeah. i had it up because i was say oh you're close to your next stretch goal during this as of this recording but you just hit it you're at a uh, Ten thousand and twenty-six bucks right now, as of me speaking. Oh, nice, nice. Thank you. Yes. Wow. So, yes. <laughs> so, we should talk a little bit about the 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 project and what people can get for it. Um, I backed the thirty-five dollar level, so I can get the trade paperback physical copy, which also still comes with the digital PDF. Um, but what kind of stuff can people get um, besides just the book? Um. So. It's mostly the book and different versions of the book. We did have a bunch of original art, but it's sold. Uh, yeah. It's sold very quickly. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but we are offering, so we have a metal card of like the Virgin cover art. Uh, we have um, a hollow foil cover version now. We unlock that at the goal, so that's pretty cool. Um, everyone backing at a physical tier right now is getting is gonna get a, a grumpy Ian guitar pick. Which is um, a pretty great like icon if you're you know in like I, I love it. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. 
it it just kind of came out of a, a small joke for something and it seems to have snowballed a little yeah we're not um, we're not gonna stop with this grumpy <laughs> ian's gonna be on everything there was, was talk the other day of it being on underwear oh <laughs> yeah ian wasn't here for that actually we oh, were on the show yesterday oh, um no. And the host suggested uh, Grumpy Ian underwear, which we were like, oh, you know what? That would actually be really funny, I feel like. Wow. <laughs> I mean, why not? Well, speaking of the, the Grumpy Ian, uh, the $10,000 award was the, the hardcover dust jacket, which uh, your mock-up is that. I don't know if that's what it's going to wind up being. Um, yeah, we actually... Pretty sure. Uh, we'd set it kind of to a boat of like either the virgin art of the cover or the grumpy Ian, like that full black, like very elegant with like a kind of a shiny um, right. yeah, like a... Uh, grumpy Ian in the middle. And grumpy Ian got like a lot of really good, like there were a lot of votes. People were like, no, we need to have that. Like it just looks so badass. Well, and plus, we like, yeah. yeah. I was going to say my two cents is like, because you still have the, the the regular cover art underneath, so this way you get like a totally different kind of look. Right. And now you yeah, have that was my thinking. Yeah. 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 Get it done in uh you know in in satin or something. So yeah, we're can, thinking you know that you nice feel it. Yeah, the nice finish on the on the dust jacket. We're pretty excited about. <laughs> so I might I might have to upgrade to the hardcover then. Um, <laughs> yes, you should. <laughs> But yeah, so how, how many pages is this going to be? I have the Kickstarter up and I didn't like notice that it said it. It probably does. Oh, 132 pages. Yeah. Which is not an insubstantial amount of pages. No, it's no. pretty chunky. Like you could, you could beat someone to death with it if you desire to. <laughs> In self-defense. In self-defense. In self-defense, yes. <laughs> Assaulted, you have the uh, grumpy Ian dusk jacket that will uh, protect mm. the book. That's while true. you're while you're uh, fending off your assailant, it, it, it the blood washes right off the, the dust. Right, paper. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, the end protects and serves. There you go. <laughs> how did you guys uh, get, uh, get together? Uh, Unlikely heroes in the end here. Um, uh, we we have I think Paul Hanley to blame for that. Yeah, yeah. I kind of came uh, as uh, of a a third party, so. Um, short story long. Um, whichever one you feel like sounds good for me. Uh, uh, so Paul was um, in the throes of of getting the unthinkables out there, and um, unfortunately, he lost his artists at the time, mm -hmm. which just happens to be Aaron Kuda, and he lost him to Superman. So kind of get that. Yeah. Um, and and Paul came across my stuff on Deviant Art at the time and started talking and asked if we'd be interested. And then Paul, Paul and I started working on, on Unthinkables and we got to the stage that we were really, really wanting to get the stuff out there and, and looking for a publisher. And a publisher that was kind of into the book. Mm -hmm. Into the book and not just wanting cannon fodder for their kind of uh for their shelves as such um and 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 paul himself found found laurie and eric and unlikely and they were just so supportive and so into the book and 
not in any way selfish about what they wanted about it. Um, so I, I got introduced to the guys through, through Paul and working on The Unthinkables. Nice, yeah. I, I, I actually surprised because I didn't know the origin of The Unthinkables comic. And it's such an unlikely hero's idea that I thought, I didn't realize somebody brought it to them. It's yeah, like so that's, in line with what, what you guys do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, funnily enough, um, oh, Mike, right? yeah, Mike Dolan uh, was a fan of Paul and was a patron of his and saw the book and chatted with Paul and knew that they were looking for a publisher. And he sent the book to me and I was like, and I was like, this is like basically like if we published a book, another book besides Super and the Surgeon, like this is one that Zach would green light. Like this is exactly in line with our stuff. It's like weird, weirdly in line with our stuff. <laughs> like it was like, <laughs> yeah. And then it went from there, so. Cool, yeah. It's like a, like a match made in, in, I don't wanna say match made in heaven, but like, you know, that's what it is. A match made in purgatory. Let's go with that one. Yeah, let's go with that. I was saying, <laughs> just because it's the the book, so uh, you know, like all about the villains. I didn't want to make it, you know, something so positive. But the book's so, like not on paper. It's not my kind of thing. But uh, I have read it because we carried it in store, and I, I think and I think I've sold out. I think I need to get more. We'll talk about that off the podcast. <laughs> but, um, nice. Uh, we'll get you a box. I, I ended up really liking it because I don't usually like antiheroes, but. Uh, it's so offbeat and so well done and the art in it is awesome and alone would be worth picking it up but the story is really good too and i'm excited to see where it's going because the first issue is really a lot of uh kind of getting the team together as it were setting um, the foundation there. yeah i i'm stoked for the next issue um oh yeah it it gets worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah in, in gets, a good way yes. in a very good way yes it, it gets chaotic <laughs> as um, it should like when you're you know hiring villains it, it shouldn't be heroic it's <laughs> yeah well it's like the suicide squad if that was all we had left yeah, right yeah we're, in, we're, in really, we're really talking bottom of the barrel here yes right right suicide squad if there's no you know, th there's no kind of good left. There's in them. no conscience, like realistically, <laughs> yeah. with there is like there is no redeeming qualities whatsoever. There's not even self-preservation, so to speak. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just they're bad guys, and they're going to show us why they're bad guys. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to it. There's also an interesting mystery element involved uh, in, you know, with the disasters that are going on. Um, but I, I yeah, I, again, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, is there any art from that made its way into uh, the art book? Uh, no, just unpublished stuff. Yeah, we uh, wanted to stick to unpublished. Things you would have to break into someone else's house to actually see. <laughs> but yeah, now you don't much. have to. So, <laughs> yeah. So to say, just scrolling around, uh, you know, the the Kickstarter page and just seeing what art uh, is on there. There's a lot of different, really cool stuff. Um, and I also noticed that there's an invincible piece, which has Grumpy Ian in the back. Is that where it came from, or is that just like a thing you'll insert as you go? That, um, that was the original. 
sort of the second original genesis of, of Grumpy Anus stuff. Um, the original one was a, a con photo. Okay. A, friend, a friend took of me while I was at my table drawing and I just kind of did a piss take look up, which is very similar to the Grumpy Ian. Um, and that seemed to amuse quite a few people. Um, and then the the Invincible piece was actually a somewhat of a last minute um, addition. Courtesy of a friend who reminded me mm-hmm. after we'd done the cover, and I showed him the cover art. My friend said, "But Invincible's not on there. And you drew the first appearance of Invincible. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we did that, that kind of Invincible thing as a, a, a kind of farewell to the book, as a, a last minute edition. Oh, thanks. I really like that story, actually. So the the cover is new original art for this. Yeah, this yeah, book. yeah. Okay, because I was about to say I couldn't imagine uh, one of these companies wanting to be like, well, let's throw all of these licensed characters yeah. we don't own the rights to on the front. <laughs> um, yeah, we 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 literally have. Um, I'm going to count it off now, off the top of my head. And one, two, three, four. Uh, five different publishing companies on there so it's not going to happen is it <laughs> yeah that, that would be fun <laughs> nice little adventure yeah. so we'll, we'll, just, we'll just float through the gray area here that's fine <laughs> yeah yeah um any any uh, what, uh any what were some of the, the choices between for picking some of the characters to put on the front um i think predominantly stuff that I was I'd either been known for or if maybe with one exception that was just of a kind of a drop in to get another publisher's character in that happened to be my favorite character anyway um, mm-hmm. but there's 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 like dread and sinister Dexter from 2000 AD which is kind of what people know me for the most from there um, there's a Cinescope character for like the three years of covers I did for them. There's a Noble Causes guys from Image, Halo from Dark Horse, obviously, and um, nods to the stuff that I did for Marvel UK as well. So it was kind of trying to cherry pick little bits and pieces from from my sordid past. Let's say, well, it works out because you got a lot of my favorite combo characters on there. You know, Doctor Doom and Spider Man. Like I'm, I'm kind of sold as it is. Yeah, that's 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 kind of a hard day at work when you go to draw Doctor Doom and Spider Man. Oh yeah, really, yeah, it, yeah. Spider Man's got lots of lines. There's uh, a few really cool pieces of uh, Spider Man, and there's a really cool Doctor Doom in there too. Yes, so, I didn't see the Doctor Doom. There's a couple of like Spider Man ones uh, that you guys have up uh, for like preview on the, on the Kickstarter page, which will be linked in the description for this. Um, but if you need to, you know, type it in, you know, your UH studios and the books, the art of Ian Richardson, um, just in case someone doesn't want to click a link, but still wants to like put this in their, you know, web browser, the old fashioned way, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to discriminate you know, wherever you want to do things. Yeah, they can do uh, uhstudios.com slash Kickstarter should lead right to it. Oh, that's yeah, even that's easier. Like the, the, 
easiest possible route. We try to we try to make it easy on people. <laughs> oh, and hopefully it's working out for you. But this is you know yet another. As of this recording, we still have two weeks to go. Um, but this is already yeah. like four times the amount your initial goal. And so this is like what your like millionth successful Kickstarter now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 1.2 million. Yeah. I think 12th. I'm not sure the number. So we're, we're almost at a baker's dozen. Is that yeah. Right <laughs> but, you know, the Kickstarter model is cool because, you know, not only does the book get funded, but people who are fans can get all these like neat extra bits that, because I assume once this is done, you're not going to be giving out guitar picks and stuff when we carry it in store. Right. Uh, yeah. No, it's all exclusive uh, merch. Actually, for the next stretch goal, um, we haven't announced it or shown it yet, but uh, Ian has a Superman design in the book uh, that looks, it, it just worked out so perfectly for a shirt. Um, so we're going to do, we're going to unlock it as a shirt, as an add-on uh, mm -hmm. for the next stretch goal. And then we'll also be giving all the physical backers a sticker version of it, but oh, it'll cool. be, it'll be a blue shirt and the, the Superman color blue mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. And then Superman, uh, it's, it looks so fucking cool. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm excited to see it then. What those guys said. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I sent it to Ian last night and he was like, oh, I would buy that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's always a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I already own that shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you've, you've seen it more than anyone probably ever wants to, you know. Um, oh, it's, it's Superman. It's hard to Let's say your your unlikely heroes like logo is kind of based around a Superman pose. So mm -hmm. obviously <laughs> everyone's a little got a little bit of affection for him. Um, but yeah, so uh, Ian, what would you say were some of your like uh, artistic influences on you? Uh, uh, developing your style, you know, big time early days it's it's stuff like John Byrne and um, everybody who knows me I'm obsessed by Jose Luis Garcia Lopez and then like British stuff like Alan Davis and, and Brian Hitch and stuff and then modern stuff like I really adore Ivan Rice's stuff okay um, so if you could kind of take all of those guys uh, with maybe an extra help in a John Bacena put them all together you might find me somewhere in the middle yeah i'm looking I'm, I'm looking at the show i was as good as those guys i think you i think that's an accurate description of, of your your stuff i can now that you've mentioned that i can see i can see some of that um i mean from a personal point you kind of like nail that like comic book art that i dig where it's like you can do the more realistic proportions and, and detailing and stuff but they still have that like cartoonish is the still, wrong word, yeah. but like it's still no, got, like, it's it's still got, got to look like, like a yeah yeah it's still got to look like a comic book. Yes, it still has that comic book look. It like all the props to people in the world that can draw and make it look like a picture, but like when yeah. I want like my whiz bang superhero stuff, like as part of what I want is like that old aesthetic, like you're talking about like like a John Byrne kind yeah. of look. Yeah, and 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 I think that's predominantly where I come from is is coming at it from being a comic fan 
and and what I always enjoyed seeing on the page. You know, what made me want to pick a book up. Yeah, and then my you know, my theory on that kind of stuff is if you would like to buy it, there's got to be at least one other person that would want to buy it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so if you're making so stuff that you know, yeah. It might be you and me and that's it, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, so I figured, you know, because I, I have a couple of friends that make comic books and it's like, well, should I do this? Should I do that? And like, my thing is always like, well, if you would want, make what you want, and then that means there's, you'll find, the audience will find it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, hopefully you guys have been doing that at Unlikely Heroes. Your books have been popular for us. And I obviously don't think that's just because we originally had local creators working on it. I do think that helped a little bit at the beginning, but I think via Super and The Surgeon and even like elsewhere, as I've had people buying that stuff that like have never been like, they're like, oh, I just moved this area. Oh, elsewhere is cool. Cause like, oh, I can get a bunch of different stories in one book, you know? Hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah. you know, so it's, it's finding your niche and like kind of growing it a little bit um, then from, from there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Elsewhere has been, been uh, really fun because we, we can kind of get this mix of pros uh, like seasoned comic pros and then people who have never had anything published before. Um, we, you know, we take submissions from everyone we look through them and uh, edit them and stuff. And yeah. And now if it's good, it's good. It, it doesn't yeah. matter who, who gave it there's no like nepotism where it's like the same four people are getting hired for every single book you know what i mean this gives everyone a chance to get published and yeah it's been really fun it's a cool book yeah i was about to say because i've had a couple other like local uh uh comic creators and or you know i also i don't discriminate i have prose books from local writers out on the shelf too but um you know, a lot of people like, you know, when I put their books in the store, they're like, oh, can you send me a photo of them on display? I've always wanted to have a comic book store or a comic book in a store, you know? And they're like, oh, that's really cool. I get that, you know? I tried to be creative once and then I realized I am not good enough at it um, to keep doing it as my day job. But, you know, I, I get that wanting to create and kind of getting it out there uh, drive. And I'm glad that you guys are able to, to find, you know, smaller people and, and kind of give them a platform. Um, uh, with that, with that said, uh, you doing uh, volume three anytime soon? Yeah, yeah, we're accepting submissions for volume three until the end of November, and then we're going to be running the Kickstarter in January, February, basically. Okay, I'm looking forward to, to checking that out. I really like anthology books. Don't get enough credit i think i think they're a really cool idea yeah uh, i was actually talking about that with ian um in the uk and europe anthologies are huge like they are hugely popular compared to the u.s oh yeah they're popular everywhere but the u.s and i don't get it like you can buy a five dollar spider-man issue you get 30 pages of spider-man versus like for 10 12 dollars you can get a trade paperback that has like 10 different stories in it, you know? Yeah, I yeah. I think one of the things that, that perhaps I've noticed from this side of the pond, if you like, and, and I mean, I'm, I'm tremendously used to anthology stuff 
that's what 2000 AD is. Yeah. Every week, 2000 AD is a four or five story weekly book. And I was actually at San Diego when DC were launching a partnership with 2000 AD and DC were going to put solo Judge Dredd stories out and, and 2000 AD stories. And he, for some reason, he just missed the mark. I think one of the things some anthologies miss out, which is where Laurie and Eric have kind of done a better job, is it's not always of a consistent high quality. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so people picking up a book that's got several different stories in that maybe 50% appeal to them and 50% doesn't because the quality may be lacking a little. It can kind of encourage people to put the book back on the shelf. Yeah, that's fair. Unfortunately, um, yeah. unlikely hero stuff doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. The check is in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's that's on video now. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, and got witnesses. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like people's shopping habits. I'm not sure. That's like the million dollar question, is it? Isn't it? Because like, if there was a lot of money to be made, you can be sure like Marvel, because it's owned by Disney, would be cranking them out left or right. Uh, sure. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I find I personally find that stuff more interesting when it's lesser known uh, properties or creators. Um, I mean, that said, like, I think 2000 AD, like as a, a weekly thing, like anthology thing here, I think would be awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, Dredd, Judge Dredd does okay here, but I was, the other stuff from them, I don't know if it's ever really penetrated like American pop culture. No, no yeah. not really. I, I, think, I think the closest other things that people might recognize maybe rogue trooper at a push Listen, um, I, they, they at least do put out trade paperbacks of that i'm not sure how well they sell but i have seen them available hmm. well let's put it this way yeah um the last the the, the volume number on the last dread trade paperback is something like 35 so there's there's one or two of them. Okay. Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I'm excited for the book. Congratulations on the Kickstarter. Let me see if it went up even more money. Not <laughs> not yet, but there's, the night's still young, um, and I'll try to get this podcast uh, up and published uh, either tonight or tomorrow, tomorrow uh, which would be Saturday. You know, for those listening uh, well, at home, I I might I might tentatively um drop laurie and eric in it a little bit now and suggest while we're on the podcast um as you mentioned earlier the guys mentioned earlier one of the things we weren't able to do so much is is often much in the way of original art mm -hmm. uh, for the reward tiers um and the stuff that we did have kind of went straight away so what we were doing was was offering some quick remark sketches on the inside covers uh, and without checking the page 
I don't know whether they've already all gone. Yeah, they're all gone. But, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> maybe we should add a few more. That's your call. That's. <laughs> oh my god, I'm, get, I'm getting an well, exclusive scoop here. <laughs> I know, I know, but let's do that. Let's do that. All right, well, we're having Okay, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm, open it up. I'm excited. I'll have to try to keep on top of that and make sure I can sort of slide into that a little bit. Um, because yeah, right now all I can all I can all I have is the trade paperback. Like I said, I think I'm gonna upgrade to the hardcover now that there's a dust sleeve with the grumpy in. I didn't know that was gonna be a thing. I would have done it earlier, but now I know. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, obviously, you know, I'll start winding this down a little bit. Again, it's, uh, you know, unlike, uh, you know, UH Studios, The Art of Ian Richardson on Kickstarter. Um, your guys' website is uhstudios.com and then slash Kickstarter will take you right to it. Um, again, I'll put those links right in the description. Um, so you can just click right on it and just get, just get it from there. Um, but where else can people find you guys online? Uh, uh, at UH Studios Official on Instagram, um, uh, UH Studios on Facebook. Yeah, also Twitter, I thought. U at UH Studios on Twitter. Um, We're terrible with the social and media. And I think that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and just uhstudios.com for the store and the website. Okay, and I know you guys have been streaming a lot uh, recently. Um, that's been on what your Facebook page, right? Yeah, uh, that's that'll be on our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Our Twitch would also be twitch.tv slash uh studios. So pretty easy to find us. <laughs> nice. Um, and what about you, Ian? Um, I'm real easy and now I've got to try and remember what they are. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> Instagram, I'm at art underscore uh, art of Ian Richardson, each with an underscore in between them. Um, and then Facebook, try searching for Ian Richardson. And I think it's actually under Rico Illustration. Okay. And that's it, because I don't have time to do anything else. Otherwise, <laughs> Laurie and Eric shout to me, I should be drawing yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, always be uh, ABD, right? Always be drawn. Uh -huh. Or always be comic in. Damn, that would have been better. Oh, well. ABC. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I'm uh, strongly considering opening some new uh, social media that is just called Grumpy Ian. I think yeah. that would be great. Kind of insert him like the invincible, just like into other things happening. Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty much. Film TikToks. That's just the camera uh, profile view of you just drawing, and every once in a while you look up, you're like. <laughs> and you don't show what you're drawing you just show you right is, is that oh, what tiktok yeah, is yeah. i don't even know <laughs> yeah you, to, who knows what the kids get up to these days. <laughs> <laughs> i i told ian he should start uh sneaking grumpy ian into like judge dread issues and stuff oh, yeah, like yeah. just in the background yeah. i was like a little easter egg for yourself <laughs> yeah oh, it's it's happening i'm in the middle of a new dread now he will make its way in before the end of these 10 pages which is no mean feat 
on the yeah. ground that the whole thing takes place um, underwater. Okay. Say, oh, well, that's all the more reason to be grumpy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as usual, you can find us levelupentertainment.com. We're uh, Level Up Entertainment on all the different kinds of social medias, except for TikTok, because I don't understand it. And I don't <laughs> hire enough young people. Um, uh, you know, obviously follow the podcast, share it with your friends, uh, like, subscribe, whatever, all that social media junk. Um, so until next so time, be safe. Yeah, so next time be <laughs> safe out there. I'm not sure what the next uh, episode is going to be about yet. We still got some scheduling uh, things to iron out. Might do a commentary track. People seem to like those. So, uh, so until next time, be safe.